there everybody out there in music video land. Is there anyone left in music video land? I hope so. I'm going to say that again because I just hit my chair. Well, hello everybody out there in music video land. Thank you for listening to this podcast. My name is Doug Klinger. I run this website called the Internet Music Video Database. And once upon a time, this website was a very prolific podcasting website. Well, guess what? We're back here to talk about the best music videos of 2017, the year of our our Lord, 2017. We're gonna we're gonna figure out the best music videos of the year uh, on this podcast. The, the our tireless effort uh, is gonna be played out right before your eyes here on the podcast. Uh, as I mentioned, my name is Doug Klinger. I usually have a friend named Adam Fairholm who I started this website with. He's not with us. Right now, he's down in sunny South Florida with his son, Wes, and his mom just hanging out, uh, walking around. So instead, we've got two people with us that are going to help narrow down a whole year of music videos and figure out which, which ones were the best. Um, and those two people, first, first, the first person, I'm going to go with the person who's right here with me in Los Angeles, California, and that's music video director... Dr. Chris Black. Chris, what's up? Hello. It's well, me. There he is. Here in my home in Highland Park, Los Angeles, California, California. Uh, where I moved to in October. Um, and then uh, back in New York, where I used to live, um, who, who used to be in person on, on the podcast, is another music video director, Andrea Allen. Andrea, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you. It's so good to be here. Great. It's great to have everybody here recording podcasts about music videos. Back in the saddle again. What's everybody? Who's excited? Okay, cool. Uh, that, that was I'm excited the, to get this right in the nick of time. You know, we, we talking about that yes. stuff. And we also, it's important that we like make sure to do, you know, IMVDB being a, such a prolific podcast, known as a podcasting website in a lot of circles, it's important that we do at least one podcast a year. Uh, we, we're, we, it's an obligation that we have. And so we're living up to that obligation. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, otherwise, people wouldn't know. People wouldn't know what the best music videos of the year yeah, were. Nobody else lists them. Nobody else about- cares. It's been a busy year. No. Um, what is um, unrelated to the um, videos on your list? What is your biggest music video memory of the year, uh, Chris? First. Oh man, biggest music video memory of the year. Well, you know what? I feel like this year uh, music videos slowed down a bit. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Uh, I feel like, you know, the, uh, a lot of the usual suspects, uh, have, uh, you know, branched out and done other things. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, which, which is great for them and super rad to see what they're doing. Yeah. Also, we miss them. We miss them. Definitely. But also, you know, there's a lot of new people in the game. Yeah. Which is rad too, you know, seeing who's doing what and, you know, seeing who's pushing the medium forward, uh. I think that's that's kind of uh, the thing that I took, just to see where, yeah. where new, it's going to go. New kids on the block. New blood. Andrea, do you have your, a favorite music video memory of the year? Well, I totally agree with Chris. I, I feel that um, it's not really a, a void. It's just a maybe a turn in the game of music video mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Um, 
But I guess, and I don't know, is this uh, gauche to talk about? I, I think directing uh, my second music video was my big yeah. Memory. No, well, I think that works. I think that's but <laughs> I think that counts. Yeah. I mean, it was a pretty big. It was a big highlight. You know, that totally. was a that was a highlight. So definitely. And yeah. uh, what did, do you have any take, takeaways from directing um, your your second music video? Uh, my only takeaway so far is that I'm very excited for it to eventually come out. Yeah, I think that's I directed a good it a while ago, and it's. Uh, I don't think we'll get it out in in 2017, but no, probably not. Here, here it comes. Turning point, like I said. Would yeah. you, Would you do it again? Uh, yes. I would. There we go. Okay. Boom. I wouldn't redo it, but I, I wouldn't change anything either. So that right. means I guess I would do it again. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I have. A, so my music video memory. My is. Uh, I had a good, interesting year of music videos too. I um. This is the year where I where my IMVDB page just fucking blew out. It went from having like a handful of like odd credits to now I've got like. Uh, dozens of credits on, in the category music video rep because I spent the year repping music video directors. And it's part of why normally most of our best of the year list through IMVDB have been myself and Adam Fairhome uh, figuring it out. And when Adam was not available, it, it would just been me. And I was involved in a lot of music videos this year, so many that I think it was really important that I brought uh you guys andrea and chris uh on the podcast to um to help me out and so my biggest music video memory of the year is from right at the beginning of this podcast because i'm so honored to have you guys here so um there just there make sure some... that you don't choose all of your own videos well well, we are going to choose. We are. We're all. All mine are the best. We're, we are going to choose all of my own videos, and I just I brought you guys here to co-sign. So thanks. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, just I think, to let you know, the check has cleared. Okay, yes. great. Yeah, no, it should have. Okay, it should have. Um, I gave you all that money, and I wrote it in a check. Uh, what, um, so, so yeah, so, you know, it's probably unusual. Most, most people, most, there are, there are 5,000 best music video lists, year lists, and we're just one of them. And there's going to be a lot of overlap and all of that stuff. And that's, that's great. But I think it is really fun to just like hear what it's like to kind of narrow down a list instead of just like writing a paragraph after we've determined what, like after the fact, what we made, what we thought made a video good. I think it would be fun to like for folks to hear us hash it out a little bit. And so, I think we should do that. Uh, and and so, IMDb always has a uh, top fifteen list and then a top fifty list. And basically, every video we talk about on this podcast is going to be on one of those two lists. Either going to be on the like top fifteen list where we really do kind of focus, or the top fifty list, which is kind of like an just an arbitrary listing of all of the music videos that we thought were really great this year. And of course there are more than 50, but there are definitely at least 50 and you know, uh, 15 just is too narrow because music videos are an art form that is really broad and wide and we try to look at it all. And I think it's important to, um, uh, you know, look at a little bit more than just 10. It just is far too narrow. Um, that's like a day's worth of videos. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, I think we should talk about some music videos, and I think we're going to go around, everyone's going to talk about stuff they like, and we're going to see, you know, 
just kind of try to figure out where it lands on the list. And then if you actually want to see the list itself, you will see that at imvdb.com slash 2017. 2017 and you'll see this podcast you'll see a list you'll see some videos you'll see everything you've ever wanted to see in your whole life so um chris black yeah why don't you tell us one of the videos that's like on your personal 15 that will also be on that imvdb.com slash 2017 page list one of the videos that you really love not your favorite but one of the videos that's kind of like somewhere in your 15 uh somewhere in my 15 um uh, right off the top of my head, uh, Jay-Z, the story of OJ. Um, just an amazing video. Uh, it's If you haven't seen it, it's pretty rad. It's a cartoon. Uh, but it's in the style of like the old, uh, like original Disney, uh, where Disney was kind of racist. Um, and it's definitely playing on those, like, those tropes. Um, and it, and and it, it's just a perfect, uh, perfect mix with the song. You know, um, Jay Z's album. I think he's doing pretty much a a video for every song. Yeah, the album. yeah, I think they are doing a video for um, every song. And he's not in any of them, which is kind of rad. Yeah, you know, definitely kind of doing the like, you know, following in Beyonce's footsteps with you know like a like a visual album. Um, He's just not prominent, but, you know, it's just like, it was just super rad video. Yeah. Super refreshing. Yeah, you know? definitely. There is like a version of him. There is like a, a character performing the lyrics in the video, and it is kind of like modeled off Jay-Z in a lot of ways. Uh-huh. But, um, um, yeah, definitely. What, um, uh, I feel like that video uh, did a really good job making um, people like me, uh, white, feel very like like I felt the awkwardness of like Chris you talking about how it has some of those racist elements from like old Disney or old cartoons where that used to just be uh white people's version of what's acceptable for black entertainment and them taking that and just sort of like (laughs) re-owning that style and repositioning it um, really had an impact on me as I was watching it. You know, it made me, like, uncomfortable. It made me, like, think about all that stuff again. It it really brought that to a forefront in a time that, like, I think everybody's being, um, you know, in a position that they're going to have to think about stuff like that more so mm-hmm. with, you know, Trump Trump being elected. It just, like, that's that's what it feels like a exactly like you were saying, like a fresh take, but also um, a really brave one that makes me uh, really respect what, what Jay-Z's, what, what he's doing. So, yeah, I love that video too. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I mean, yeah, it's, I think that's a definitely, uh, as we try to figure out our list, one that's definitely going to be up near the top. Definitely in the top, you know, five videos of the year, most likely for me as well. Um and yeah, I think I mean I think all of the videos uh, off the uh, off Jay Z's new album um, Four Forty Four is that how it, Four yeah Four Forty Four um, uh, the um, that that uh, they're all great for for their own reasons, but I think that um, I agree that this one's definitely the strongest off of that album. It's uh, it's really exciting that artists are 
really taking on these big video projects still. Beyonce is definitely who is going to be kind of like recognized most from this era um, for the artists that did it and, and did it most successfully. But you're seeing it a lot. You're going to continue to see it for sure. And um, uh, yeah, this is an interesting take too because it's not – the videos don't really connect in a way and they're not putting like a singular piece together with all the videos. They just – made a music video for every song and I think uh, yeah it's important to, and interesting to kind of see how videos are being used because you know in, in a year where you know if you remember when Gangnam Style came out and it felt like it got a billion views and it felt like that was so like unbelievably rare you couldn't believe it happened and now um, there's videos that in a year are gonna you know get close to 5 billion views and it's very clear that YouTube and music videos uh, are changing and are being used for just audio consumption in a lot of ways but when an artist like Jay-Z is still going to take the time to really put art to the visuals to all of the videos that he did for his he made for his album uh, it's important to recognize that that's still being done and they're not just trying to push it uh, you know push the their sales up or push their billboard positioning by putting uh, streams on YouTube, uh, but that they are continuing to focus on the art of it. And I think uh, the story of OJ is the kind of shining example from the album. So yeah, definitely on the list. For sure. Um, Andrea, why don't we go with, to one of the videos from your list? Yeah, one that's in mine that's um, not my favorite, but in the mix is Up All Night by Beck, directed by Canada. Um, this one... You know, again, uh, in, in the time, times that we're living in with like the reckoning and all that stuff going on with um, all the sexual, um, the the reckoning of the of the men who have taken advantage of women um, in the workplace for so long, finally being called out. Uh, there is a newfound like idea of women being strong, being he heroic and uh, being able to sort of be a champion. And that was something that I found. I really, like, I love this video. It's a, you know, like, a, again, if you haven't seen the video, it's this young girl. Um, she's uh, headed to a party. Um, big, looks just like a college or maybe high school. I don't know. I didn't go to a lot of parties. So, <laughs> I, but I'm assuming this is what all parties look like that I yeah, got. I did not go to. Parties. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I didn't really go to any of these parties, but it is fun to imagine uh, <laughs> what it would have been like. Uh, but no, this girl goes and she eventually rescues uh, her boyfriend. And while she's doing it, she's going through all these different scenes and scenarios. She's in traditional like knight in shining armor, which is, traditionally a male role uh rescuing the girl um but it, in this it's the girl rescuing her boyfriend and it's a just a really fun video in uh canada they're so good at visuals and um the song's the song's pretty good i'm not the biggest beck fan so I'm usually you even so, said the song's pretty good <laughs> to like a music video i usually have to really like the song too and I really came around. I wanted to not like this video so much. I really, really wanted to not like it because I'm not Which a big fan. Did you like the video first, then the song, or vice versa? I don't, I mean, I, when I say I, I, the song, I, I was being nice. I really don't like the song that much. 
just trying to keep it positive for the podcast. No, right, which is I'm nice. I'm going to hurt Beck's feelings. I know that he's going to hear this and be like, yeah, well, Andrea Allen doesn't like the song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's just a really fun video that is, you know, to use that word, empowering. And it's it's fun. It's cool. Yeah. And it, and it has all the, you know, it's got all the nice Canada moments in it that you want and just like the unexpectedness of, of all of it. And just the, like the depth of it and the kind of like the, the depth of planning and just all of it, um, uh, is, is yeah, still, uh, a spectacular video in a lot of ways. And yeah, it deals with subject matter. I agree that, um, you know, you're seeing, you're seeing lots of art kind of, deal with it similar subject matter and i think it's it's one that does it really well and it's very entertaining and, and a lot of fun and yeah a big achievement um and it's got a little bit of magic in, in it as well which i yeah. think is good yeah. music video magic and a really kind of like as always they 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 nail the ending as well you know what it kind of felt like to me um it kind of felt like canada took a page out of daniel's book for some of this video too. It feels like a little bit of uh, Daniel's inspired uh, video at times, which is a really cool thing. It definitely stylistically is in a new territory in a lot of places for, um, for Canada. I felt like it does feel um, like it, like it exists in a new place. So yeah, no, Mm -hmm. Um, it's interesting observation. Chris, what did you think about this one? I thought it was rad. I thought it was really dope. Um, yeah, like 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 you said, Andrea. Just the idea of seeing a woman as the lead, uh, being the uh, hero and the knight in shining armor. I think it's especially in the year of twenty seventeen. Uh, you know, it's it's just one of those things that you know. I th- and I think maybe politically and globally, it's kind of influenced the way we think about music videos now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, certainly there's still a level of, uh, you know, still selling an artist. It's still a promotional tool. But I think uh, that, you know, we're kind of living in like really more uh, a serious time, a much more serious time. And I think that's kind of influencing the psyche of like creatives, artists, directors, what have you. So like seeing something like this is pretty rad, you know, so. Totally. We're seeing everything through that lens. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, I feel that. Um, so I'm going to talk about a video that when it came out, everybody was crowning it the best video of the year already. And it came out two weeks into 2017. Uh, and people were already saying it was the best of the year. And it, and it, and it holds up. Uh, it definitely holds up. It's not, it's still not one that I don't think is going to land at the number one video of the year, but most likely uh, on the top five of the IMVDB list. Top five, list. top five, top five. Top five. Um, and that is Why Clef John by Young Thug, directed by Ryan Stake. Uh, uh, Stock? Man, I always get Ryan's name. Oh, Stack. 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 Man, Ryan. My bad, Ryan. Ryan Stack. Uh, co-directed, by, co-directed, quote unquote, co-directed um, <laughs> by Young Thug. This video is the like perfect 
you know, it is the 2017 video. It really is. It should be on the top of, of a lot of lists out there. If it isn't, it's something's wrong. Um, but it's a fantastic video. And there's a fantastic director commentary on IMVDB for it as well from Ryan. Um, but if you don't know about this video, if you somehow ha haven't heard about this video from this year, basically what happened is Ryan wrote a Young Thug video. They were planning on shooting it. Hundreds of thousands of dollars were spent. And then Thug didn't show up to set uh, essentially all day. And they were shooting elements throughout the day um, that like would have worked into the original treatment. Like the original treatment did include kind of like this sort of meta um, building of a video based on a young thug call. Except because Thug didn't show up, like Ryan just re-edited uh, the video as a basically commentary where there is this kind of like uh, director character that you only see through uh, text communication that is basically in the voice of Ryan. Um, just explaining what happened. Thug didn't show up. But here's where he would have been and here's what would have <laughs> happened. But instead, this is all we got. And... Uh, it's basically that happening like throughout the production as things kind of like break down and fall apart and you like they become things it becomes more and more clear that this video is not gonna happen um and so it's just it's just that story it's that story playing out um over the music video and it's unbelievable that the label was willing to put it out uh, I think there should be a lot of credit given to Atlantic records for. Um, you know, being brave enough to just kind of give a, a little bit of a peek behind the curtain of some of the, like, craziness that goes into um, the production of music videos sometimes and how difficult they are for any number of reasons, one of those being that sometimes the artists don't make it. And so, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is, you know, it's one, one of the most memorable music videos. It's so meta, which is what, you know... Uh, all the kids want, you know, it's, it's 2017's favorite joke. And so, uh, it just perfectly timed. It got, you know, lots of attention. It won a VMA for best editing. Um, uh, and it totally deserved it. And it's just a fantastic video. So that's the one I want to talk about. Would you, uh, would you guys think about this one? I think someone definitely got fired over this. <laughs> a couple people definitely lost their jobs. Uh, Young thug. Young Thug. Yeah, Young Thug, right. <laughs> the th thug is fine. Yeah, he's, no, he's, Thug is fine. He's still employed. Yeah. He's good. Um, yeah, no, I, this this is a video, I think, I've watched a lot of videos this year, uh, but I'd have to say this is the video that I think I've watched the most this, this year. Um, because it, it just gets funnier and funnier yeah. with each viewing, you know. Uh, and and I mean, you know, obviously it, it works because you know it, it it's huge and everyone talked about it. But uh, I, there again, there's something kind of really rad about it. Yeah, you know, like it shouldn't exist. It sh it should not. It, it's basically the room. It's like the room <laughs> of music videos. You know, like and not to say that. Uh, you know, Ryan is Tommy Wiseau. No, not at all. Just but, like, but, but it's just that kind of idea. It's like this yeah. legend, this like kind of like, right. there's a mythology about it. 
and I think that's why uh, you know it's so. Po- I I'm just glad that somebody at the label uh, was definitely someone got fired, but someone <laughs> at the label was brave enough to like put it out. You know, they saw the value yeah. in it and saw. I don't know if any. Yeah, I don't know any firsthand knowledge. We should we should mention we don't know of any firsthand knowledge of anyone actually getting fired for it, but just the. Uh, someone wrong. That's for sure. Uh, someone wrong. Uh, Andrew, do you have any any kind of thoughts to add? Yeah, well, I've, I've just always wondered why this video doesn't necessarily make Thug look good, right? Or does uh, it? I, I mean, it to me, him... it makes. Go ahead. Sorry, no, go continue on. your thought. I'm sorry. Well, I think it kind of makes him a joke in a way. Like it doesn't make him to me. I mean, I'm whatever, I'm just watching this video and it's like, it's also on my top 15. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> right, right. I love this video. Yeah. But I'm watching it, I'm just trying to see it from Thug's perspective and it's like this isn't the video we agreed upon. Um, my life, or my day was like pretty shitty and you're making it into this joke. Well, uh, that's it. Yeah, that part like, of it about the... It's this is what I sent and you're kind of like goofing on that even and yeah. like all these things happen. I'm just like, why did Thug even let this go out? I mean, I don't know. This is, that's my question about this. Is that well? The, how the, is this the point? The point that you make about there is an element of like them belittling Thug a little bit in the tone of Ryan, of of the of the quote unquote narrator in the text about the like like the. For somebody like Young Thug to have their Instagram hacked, which is kind of, like, treated as, like, oh, he wouldn't get out of the car because his fucking Instagram was hacked. Like, that actually is, in this, in, if you're Young Thug, it's a bigger deal to have, make sure your Instagram is not compromised than to make sure you shoot this music video that, like, really, you haven't been there for all day anyway. So, like, I get the, some of the priorities. So, I think that... Part of, uh, I think that is an argument. It is an argument I've heard made, Andrea, that the um, that this that it doesn't uh, make Thug look like a super nice guy uh, who values the t- kind of like time of a production crew, um, or also uh, you know. But I but I think I've also heard people say that it makes him in the same way that you know a big rock band kind of like trashing their hotel adds to kind of the like mythical force of a rock band. It's like, yo, this rock band, they're so fucking hardcore that you can't even like put them in a nice hotel because they're going to like tear that shit down. It's like Young Thug is so fucking rich. He's so fucking carefree that like, yo, you're going to spend $100,000 to make a music video. He doesn't need to be there for that shit. And it's still going to be the best music video on the internet. Uh, which we're talking about it as one of them, and so right, but still include like him eating che- Cheetos, yeah, and then they'll like, mention that. It. It's like part like... of it. It's part of it. I think you have All to right. like you have to like um, uh, uh, charge it to the game. You do. It's that. It's just like a different <laughs> viewpoint. Like there is a different. There are different wins and losses in an overall picture, and I think the overall kind of, like, brand of Young Thug, who's the, the same guy who was, like, at a fucking um, uh, uh, runway model show and, like, stood up and fixed the collar of one of the models. You know, he's yeah. somebody who, like, 
he's making his own lane, his own rules. His music is that way too. He's not, um, he doesn't like a lot of rappers have like a singular style. Thug's got tons of styles. He's all over the map. And I think this is just like right in line with him as an artist. And so, um, yeah. And And I think my only other thought, the the fact, just, just one more thing to add on top of that. He thugs also okay with the polarization and being like, if somebody is saying like, yo, this is crazy. I can't believe you're doing this. That's also a win. He's taking, you know, taking L's and, and making them wins in a lot of ways. And so I think it adds to it for, for me. Yeah. And I was just going to say uh, as well, like final thought about this video for me anyway, was you get a sense of what the video was supposed to be through Ryan's um, commentary throughout. Yeah. Uh, I definitely would not have liked that video, <laughs> you know, but I love this video. If, if so it's just interesting. Time. That wouldn't have been a video for me, you know, the original, the, the original oh. video, like oh, what oh, if he oh, were right, to right, show right, up. Right. Yeah. That's something I don't think it gets talked about enough is like, if thug showed up, what would have this? What the video would have been like if Ryan Stake would have, or Stack would have just made the Young Thug video as written in the treatment? What? How would people have reacted to it? That's something I do, I'm not sure about, and it's not clear. Um, and so, and also too, Ryan in the in his commentary in the video, the original idea was to light the budget on fire. Yeah, I know, right? Which is real. Which is which is yeah. like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One more, just one more final button, because this and this video, because this is a video that could have a whole podcast recorded about it on its own, particularly for a music video website. But like, one final button about Young Thug, because I got going on it, is that like Thug is also someone who like he is putting so much content out there. It's like you know, in the middle of the year, like it'll be like every other week, Thug's got a new album on Spotify or like a new co-album with Future or like something like that. He puts so much music and stuff out there that like everything really can be like, it's not throwaway because it's all great. Um, I obviously really like Young Thug. It's all great, but it's like he just produces so much of it. He's so 2017 in that way, like a use that to describe this video and thug like it's perfect really for me the whoever got fired if they did get, should get their job back because it's really great um <laughs> so anyway let's uh we'll keep it moving um chris black give us another video from your list oh let's see i'm going through my list uh you know what uh just anyone? Yeah, just yeah. We could just go to okay, anyone. Just okay. do anyone, but the one that we kind of okay. full disclosure. We think we know what our top video of the year is, but For so sure. don't talk about that one. No, 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 no. Um, I would say let's just go Kendrick Lamar. Uh, Element. Great. Um, this year, Kendrick has just been working uh, closely with Dave Myers uh, as co-director. Dave Myers. Uh, and the little homies, which is Kendrick and Dave Free. I yeah. Think. Um, and they've been pretty on fire all year. Um, or, oh, I think there's there's one video that isn't Dave Myers. It's Nabil. But for the most part, uh, Dave Myers kicked off this album cycle with Humble, which blew people's minds mm-hmm. and was, like, incredible. And, and to be honest, I think... Um, 
you know, it's uh, it, it's just been great. Um, so Element is uh, it's not Dave Myers, but right. it's uh, sorry, uh, I forget, I forget, um, Jonas um, Lindstrom, Jonas Lindstrom, Jonas, Jonas. Uh, I think this video is pretty great. Like again, it, it's super hard between this video and Humble, um, just because they're just both so just just really rad. Um, in Element, you know, there's a lot of uh, references to uh, Gordon Parks photography, a few other photographers, um, and it's just it's just a it's just a like really cool style for. Uh, hip-hop artist you know it's yeah. not it and you know certainly kendrick's a different type of artist so you know having a video that's not like the typical uh you know like migos or a young thug like you know we were saying um is really refreshing especially for his brand and whatnot um and and the music too is really uh i think the the, the videos are really informed by the music i mean duh like that's a music yeah. video Right. But um, it's it's I think it's very much tailor made to Kendrick's style, what he's saying, his flow, um, you know. So and the imagery is just really rad. Uh, element, element. Talk a little bit about more about the photography. It's it's based off of yeah. So um, so there's a lot of references. You know, when I when I first watched this video, um, instantly recognized a lot of um, references to Gordon Parks who is a uh, black American photographer who is just like really awesome there for civil rights, you know, photographed a lot of uh, uh, middle class, blue collar, uh, black people, just all kinds of uh, people. But a lot of his photography is very iconic. Um, and they basically re recreated some of those images. Um, and then there's like a couple other photographer. Uh, there's one other photographer that, um, uh, Jacob Holt is another guy. <laughs> oh, look at me doing photos. Who's <laughs> what's it? Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it, it's just basically taking those iconic images and yeah. just like repurposing them. And even even Kendrick's performance, um, you know, it wasn't the traditional, you know, Kendrick looking into the camera. You know, it was Kendrick looking forward and capturing him in profile or from the side, yeah. which I think is like a really rad way to capture a rapper. Yeah. You know, um, so much of it is about the image, you know, and like how cool you look. But um, so it's like we want to ha have the camera placed directly on the artist. But in this in this uh, this video, you know, the camera's to the side, you, you know, he's shot in profile, which I think is just like. Again, kind of a refreshing take on rap videos. Um, yeah. And, yeah. So, you know, Element was just pretty rad. You know, if you're, like, a real photo person, you would know. You would know these references yeah. instantly. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Um, yeah, I think, I think okay. even people who aren't maybe familiar with Gordon Parks' work or anything, there's still something so special about this video in that every single frame right is good exactly great yep. it's not good it's great every single frame is it's it stands on its own in videos you get a lot more leeway because it's moving images right so you're gonna you can like direct someone's eye and they can like 
you, that you can like build anticipation and then give a really good payoff with a beautiful image or something, right? You have all this other stuff working to your advantage when you're working in video, but a photographer has to really like set something up, think about the entire frame, think about the the whole the whole look of what you're what what the viewer is seeing because you're not able to build that anticipation, right? So right. I feel like this video is so special because literally every single frame stands on its own and that in and of itself is such a great um send up of of exactly what you were talking about chris exactly. and it's, it's so beautiful i totally agree for sure and and all the so all the videos kendrick did a lot of videos off this album too he didn't do one for every um for every track but he did a lot and the dave myers ones i think are unbelievable as well uh um and humble i think is a fantastic video will probably be on our top 50 of the year but what i think elevates element above um, is that the, there is like a connected, everything feels a lot more connected. All the images feel a lot more connected and there you see the depth and purpose behind each of them as well. So one of the criticisms I've heard, I don't quite agree, but one of the criticisms that is out there about Humble is that it's just like a lot of things thrown at it and it's a little messy. And it's like a lot of cool techniques and a lot of cool images, but like, what does the like head thing have to do with, um, you know, the bike world thing? And like, what are all the, like what are all the different effects and stuff saying about each other, and how do they connect to one another? And I think in Element, everything does very solidly connect, and you don't hear those same criticisms about it. And so I do think that's, well, I don't fully agree with those criticisms, but I do think it is uh, something that elevates this video a little bit above Humble, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so Andrew, Is Humble on your list, Doug? Sorry Humble, to interrupt. Is Humble on your list at all? Humble was probably going to be in the top 50 of the year, I think. Um, Humble was in my 15. Ooh. Whoa. Well, why, don't we then, why don't we talk about why... Um... We don't need to talk about Humble. Um, oh, we can what? talk about it. I'd rather talk about something else. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm one of those people who's actually pretty easily swayed. And after <laughs> hearing Chris talk about Element, I, you know, it was kind of between those. And there was just something that was like the... I don't know what it is. Just the like more fun aspect of humble if that makes sense to the the entertainment side of it where it was just like ooh the heads are on fire that's awesome you know that's, <laughs> that's sort of just like yeah this is cool um yeah. element that of that video is what put it into my top 15 instead of element but after hearing chris talk about it i'm like well maybe i'll swap it out <laughs> game time decision you know yeah <laughs> Well, humble, you know, humble's going to be on a lot of lists this year. It deserves to be. It's really great too. Um, we'll have a list on our 2017 page from Jason, producer Jason Baum, who produced that video. Who I w would guess probably has element, not humble, on his list as well. Um, uh, Andrea, you have, there's um, there's a video that's on all of our lists, but I want you to kick it, kick the conversation about it off, and that's the Blaze territory. Yes. This is what I was going to talk about. Oh, That's great. Well, here we are. <laughs> yeah, so this is um, – I, I, I'm very – and it's hard for me to have a number one always, but this one might be – I don't yeah. know. I, I'm Again, game time decision. We'll, it'll, we'll see when it's 
up on IMVDB what my number one yeah. really was. Um, but Territory by the Blaze um, is such an incredible video. It's one that when I watched it the first time, I was like, what? How am I watching this? How did this video get made? How is this something that I even have um, the ability to see into this uh, family's life? This These moments feel so real. It doesn't feel, these don't feel like actors to me. I don't know the story behind this video, but in case you haven't seen it, um, it's kind of the story, from what I can tell, of a young man um, who looks like he's returning to his family after being away for some time. Um, because at the very beginning, he's on a boat, he comes back, it looks like he uh, is reunited with his mother, he's crying, he's very emotional, and then sort of um, is ingratiated back into the family through, uh, for as far as I can tell, just different ways that they hang out and express their love for each other. Um, and this man and the, these families are, they seem Middle Eastern to me. And I know that's a very broad uh, thing to say, but maybe you guys have a little bit more um, well, what I think insight draws, draws. into where exactly this was filmed and who these folks are. But uh, it's just an emotional journey and a little unique insight into a culture that I feel like I don't know enough about yeah. um, that is often stigmatized and, uh, you know, stereotyped. And it's just a very interesting um, peek inside what I, what I can tell is a very like um, just strong family unit and friend, you know, friend unit, I guess. Have either of you seen the other Blaze video from last year um, called uh, Viral, I think it's called, V-I-R-I-L-E? How would you say that word? The Real? The Real. Have you guys ever seen this video? I don't want to play it on my computer. Um, but... Uh, I was primed. Is this a prequel? Uh, it's interesting. I don't know. This is a video that... So The Blaze was on my radar back in 2016 because of this video. I had seen this video before and I love it. And this video is a lot funnier. Um, it's like... It seems very similar. Like you're inside this slice of life. Like these aren't actors. But it's these two guys kind of like smoking weed together... Um, who are like really good friends and they it's kind of like they are giving each other shotguns with a joint and if you don't know what a shotgun is this is like when you put a joint in your mouth backwards and blow smoke out of it into somebody else's mouth and it's, it's erotic say it again it's erotic it is and so sometimes you if both people are have the joint in their mouth at the same time, it is very much like you're kissing each other and stuff. And so this – it was kind of like funny and the way this video kind of played out because they're good friends and there is kind of like a macho element to it too. But then there are also these erotic elements to it and it's very interesting and it's a lot more like – they're dancing around with each other and it's like fun and it's got a tone that is similar to territory, but also is like 
a little goofier and funny and more fun. And so I kind of carried that into territory. And I always remember territory as like a funnier video than it is. I'm always like, oh yeah, that video's funny too. And I, I always wonder if I'm the only one who picks up on it because I'm like carrying it over from this other video or if there is meant to be some humor in territory as well. And I'm curious if either of you guys picked up on any elements of humor in territory. I don't know if it's humor so much as I see the paradox of, and maybe, and correct me if I'm wrong, that this might be what you're picking up on, is that the more machismo, macho, manly sometimes men can be where it's like, Oh, only men can, we're only hanging out with the boys tonight mm-hmm. or we're, Oh, we're going to go to this club. And it's obvious that in this culture, women aren't allowed to do all these things that the men are doing right. or, or uh, right. you know, mix or intermingle. Right. So that automatically then um, gives a sense of like, it seems a little bit more homoerotic than hetero, which I think a lot of, uh, I don't know that uh, homosexuality is looked very kindly upon in some of these cultures, Um, you know, and I feel like that kind of is an element, at least when I watch this, that's at play. I don't necessarily find it funny, but it is, um, I will say like that uh, does make me look at that video a little, even just there's like another layer there. That is is, a layer of interest to me. They're, 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 they're companion videos for sure, I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah, I think that's the same guy now that I've looked at that other video. Yeah, I, I thought so too. That jacket looks very yeah. familiar. But I had this like taste in my mouth of this Vurial video already. Uh, Chris, what, Chris, do you have any thoughts on territory? Um, or just what we've been talking about here? I, you know what? It's funny. Um, I don't know how I came across this video. Uh, I think maybe I saw it shared or something mm-hmm. and, you know, um, you know, I feel like sometimes the tendency to watch videos is based on the name of the artist or mm-hmm. someone or like kind of the genre that you know, you're like, I-, I know this artist, I don't listen to them, but let's see, let's see what, what the video looks like. Um, and the Blaze Territory video was one of those videos where, I have never heard of The Blaze. Yeah. No, and it's the artist and they directed it. Yeah. You know, um, and so I just, it was just one of those like curiosity things where I was just like, okay, let me see, uh, you know, so-and-so shared this. I trust them, their taste. Let me watch yeah. it. And I remember watching it really late at night and I was just like so enamored by like yeah, like like Andrew like hit it on the nose. Like this is one of those videos where like you know could be number one, um, but it's it's just such an amazing. Uh, ex- it's an experience, really. I mean, you know, we we watch a lot of videos that are kind of done in this style, but this feels almost like 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 real people, like a documentary, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the lead character is just such a like. Just, uh, you know, there's scenes where he's like, you know, like shadow boxing with, uh, you know, his, his, his friends watching and it, it's like an everyday thing kind of, you know, yeah. like, like, and I feel like there, there, there's definitely 
a story here. Like, and not just like what we've, uh, what we're being presented, but there's something like much deeper that we should be knowing or taking from this or, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a really beautiful video. Like that's all I can say is like, it's just such a like gorgeous video. Yeah. One insight from my world as a music video director rep that I'll, that I'll give, which, you know, and, and hopefully I, I, as we do more of these podcasts and my life as a director rep continues to flourish as I continue to flourish as just a human being in my life. Um, I uh, will hope to bring more of the insight of a rep to this podcast. And one little nugget that I'm going to share is that no video was referenced more in briefs this year than the blaze territory. That was the video that most people wanted uh, to try to recreate the mood of and the vibe of and just the kind of like filmmaking style. And I don't, what do you think that's about? Why? What do you think it is that uh, artists are drawn to about this, this particular style of video and this vibe? I think it's just like a kind of a natural, like there's a, it is the fact that it kind of lives in this place where you can't tell if it's real or staged and you can't tell if it's, um, uh, if these are actors or anything, I think there's like a, a lot of artists do want to ha- per, like ha- present themselves as being natural and like existing in a natural space. I think that's a big part of it. It doesn't feel staged. And, um, mm-hmm. and then, um, uh, so yeah, I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, totally. The, the, the video, the second video, second most in case anyone's curious reference, second most would probably be, uh, the Young Thug video, um, but not oh my like, god! <laughs> no, I'm serious, and not in a deliberate way. But like ideas would come in, and anything that like had any sort of like piece of meta um, bones to it, any kind of meta and whiff of meta, they'd be like, "Well, you know, Young Thug video, so it's <laughs> the same." Like just like would try to like draw a line between any element of meta to this Young Thug video. So. Do, you, do you think Young Thug referenced The Blaze? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boom. I, he did. Yes. He did. Um, you know, I, I think, Obviously. I think, again, you know, in 2017, and not to, like, keep harping on it, but I think this year, globally, politically, what have you, I think part of maybe people referencing the blaze and it's, it's realism, it's naturalism. It's just because like this kind of facade of like, you know, again, music videos still have that kind of facade a little bit, but I think just like thinking outside, we want to like tell real stories about the human Mm -hmm. condition. Um, even, even, even as a promotional tool for an artist, you can still, uh, connect with people on a real human level by like, you know, creating something in this style. So, you know, I think that's a one possible explanation for it. Um, yeah, no, I think you're right. Um, um, so here's the, I'm going to talk about a video and this is going to be, here's what we're going to do. We're going to try, I want to bring up a video that I did work on this year um and i want to talk to you guys about it and i want to see if 
you know, just get your perspective on it and like let this let this situation play out a little bit where you guys share your kind of like unbiased thoughts about the video and I chime in with my incredibly biased thoughts about the video. Um, and so that is going to be um, Immigrants, We Get the Job Done off the Hamilton mixtape um, directed by Tomas Whitmore. This is definitely one of my favorite videos of the year, but I rep Tomas. And this is a video that I, uh, uh, Tomas and I worked on together in order for him to, to land it. And so, um, <coughs> excuse me. So, you know, to give a little background, um, on this video, it's like, uh, it comes off the Hamilton mixtape, which is like an album that, um, uh, was in essentially inspired by the play Hamilton, um, where most of the songs are a couple kind of like covers where, where, you know, contemporary pop artists cover some of the songs from the album, uh, from the play, but mainly it's like, um, new songs that are thematically linked to the play Hamilton. And this is a video that has a bunch of rappers and it's, and it's, um, um, each rapper kind of has their own kind of hero verse in the song. Um, and it, uh, each, um, the whole video kind of feels like it takes place on this kind of like never-ending train that is essentially packed full of immigrants. And each um, uh, artist on the track is an immigrant and it depicts, um, you know, uh, several, um, some kind of uh, traditional kind of like immigrant jobs, quote-unquote immigrant, you know, labor, manual labor jobs. and but, um, but then some more unexpected roles that obviously, I mean, you know, Immigrants are everywhere in the country, and they and they have every job, and uh, and so you know it's just kind of a culture uh, depicted on on this train. And it was a video that uh, I uh, was shot, you know, across multiple cities. There are subway cars and trains in California, and all sorts of stuff in the video. And I thought it was just a, a huge achievement in itself. Won a, a VMA this year. Uh, every video in the category did, but. Still got one, uh, and so and so uh, it's a video that I obviously love, but I'm like uh, I was there, I was there, and and uh, Andrea actually was there too. She came, but she, but she didn't uh, she didn't work on the video nearly as much as I did, so she's far less biased. And so um, you know, I want to talk to you guys about it. How, what do you guys feel about this video? Do you, do you think uh, do you think it's as good as I do? Chris, do you want to? Oh, I'll take oh, it. Yeah, go first. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, yeah, I <laughs> I really like this video. Uh, it is one that let's see how many people have watched it. I don't see a number. It was one that almost felt like I wanted to make sure um, my parents watched, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or you know, I wanted to make sure that uh, anybody who again were just every single one, but I feel like this one especially is yeah. like hitting back, right? Like this is especially talking uh, or, you know, speaking explicitly to uh, what happened with the presidential election. And, um, and I feel like I just want to sit and watch the people who voted for Trump watch this video. It's, it's almost one that feels like, um, Oh yeah, take this. Yeah. <laughs> piece of art to me, which um, in that sort of cathartic way, I really wanted and needed this year. And so in that sense, you know, plenty of the people who 
voted for Trump also probably love Hamilton and to know that in some small way that people who like made Hamilton can slap them in the face a bit uh, feels good to me. You know what I mean? Like that's sort of what I think. I mean, it's beautiful. Um, it's epic. That's so big and crazy. And being on set was just a, was so fun and cool to be able to see this uh, uh, part come together. Uh, the part in the, with Riz, uh, Riz Ahmed, um, in his scenes, uh, the New yeah. York boy car scene, uh, was just so cool. And, um, I, you know, I feel very lucky to have been able to like be a part of it in that small way, but yeah, I really like this. It's also in my top 15. So it's, it's in there for me. And the reason just so everybody knows, I, I went to, they were, they needed, uh, Music videos, despite how big they feel, don't have the money they need to make happen. And so they needed people to come in and be extras uh, on some of the subway scenes. And so both Andrea and I went and sat in to be extras in order to fill it out. And then we got cut. You guys aren't immigrants! We got cut cut from the video, (laughs) which probably that's why. Well, no, we were in a scene that was... um, We were in a scene that was actually... Actually behind a person. I yeah. think we are in but the, it technically, but we can't be seen. No, but there it, it was in it. The scene that we're in was meant to depict like there are scenes with um, people with black bars over their eyes, and those are meant to depict the immigrants. It was a scene that was actually written by Robert Rodriguez, who was an executive producer on this video. Um, he he kicked some ideas into the mix as well. And that was one of them that to have a scene that went through kind of like a subway car where there was immigrants mixed in with non-immigrants and that the immigrants would have black bars over their eyes. So we didn't have black bars over our eyes. So we weren't uh, posing, um, but we got, cut, here's we got a really cut, quick, uh, we didn't look authentically New York enough. Um, no, we hold on before you say that here's a little story. Doug Klinger, um, hates subways like with a passion he hates being in tight spaces he hates being around groups like lots of people in tight spaces um he doesn't like feeling hot and uh all of these things were happening on this set Mm -hmm. when um Tomas was getting us to like participate and be in the video and uh Doug was miserable (laughs) like miserable and I think that it's rather unfortunate that he got cut because he would have looked the most authentic in this video because of how miserable his face was in this scene. He wasn't acting. He was really feeling like he was in the subway. Mm -hmm. And um, so it it would have been, well, there was, there was nothing to differentiate myself from the like people who showed up for free to be in the scene. And I'm fucking special. And I was getting yeah. yelled at by an AD way too much. No, it was fine. It was great. I was I was very happy to be able to be there and support Tomas. Um, and to see this video get made, it was pretty cool to be in the like Subway Museum uh, where they shot this in the for the New York portions. Uh, Chris, do you have any thoughts on this video? Yeah, I think um, I feel like when this video came out, it just was one of those things that came really at the right time. Um, and I feel like there was a, a huge, huge immigration debate with, you know, again, po- politics. And that's the thing, politics and influencing the art. Yeah. Um, it's very, it came right around the time of the travel ban. Or the something. travel ban, exactly. So, so it was just one of those things where it was like, you know, definitely a lot of people were like, 
no, travel ban is whack and we don't support it, but having a visual with a song. But we'll call it Muslim ban. We won't use the White House's uh, oh, that's right, right. terminology. Right. We will, we will, we'll call, <laughs> we'll call it, it, what it is. call it what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, like having a song and a visual come out to really like, really like solidify the point of like, no, this is like uh, unjust and unfair and we don't, and racist and what have you. Um, I think it, it was just like the perfect combination, perfect storm of everything happening. Um, I would have loved to have seen you in the video, though. Yeah, well, we're you can if you watch the behind the scenes, there's a we're in we're in a couple of those shots. We got to so. get you more uh, credits as yeah. on screen credits. That's it, um, <laughs> Chris. I want you to talk about um, a video for Dram. Yeah, uh, Gilligan. Gilligan um, is definitely, if I were to make a top five, would probably show up somewhere in there. Yeah. Can't tell you where, but it's in there. Um, it's just one of those videos that's just like super fun, super funny, very weird. Um, and it's, the aesthetic of it is just... Uh, just so rad. I mean, I I I can't even. And there's a it, there's a lot going on in it. Like you know, if you uh, it's it's definitely meant for a specific type of uh, person. Mm -hmm. You know, someone who uh, <laughs> it. I don't know. It's just super hyper visual. Uh, and Explain it, and a little it, bit what happens in the video. It's basically like like think of like kind of like I guess what sixties. Americana kind of family uh, dramas, a, a weatherman, and then you know, and the family's white, and then just this chaos happens. ASAP Rocky shows up, and then just like it's very like a mix of Looney Tunes. Uh, oh, it's it's more like Who Framed Roger Rabbit? That's yeah. what it, that's like why I think of why I love right. it so much. It right. reminds me of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, um, which is a kid, which is a movie I grew up watching as a kid. I watched as a kid growing up. That's what I probably wanted to say. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, and, and you don't see videos like that. Uh, and and it, kind of going back to uh, the story of OJ, it's just like that old, like old cartoon kind of style. That I and it, what does it do? So it's also, there's a butt element that you're not talking about. <laughs> uh, <there's, laughs> Doug, I'm trying to be respectful. Well, but it's a big major element in the video, and it's also uh, not like it's not done. You know, you see, putting butts in a rap video is nothing new, but I think director Nadia Lee Cohen is doing something different with them in this video. That's true, and, and this, I think let me let me. It's her. Uh, she's is she the weather woman or the uh, the news anchor? And her, butts. I think so. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, I don't. I was gonna. Say, I'll be good. But the the butt the butt is nice. It's a, it's a nice touch. <laughs> but, it's a, but what do you think? What is their? Uh, what's the point being made there? Let's spell it out for the listeners. Like, what are they doing? Like, it's not just a butt video, right? There's a broader point being made by this video, which is. I don't know. I don't know. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm asking. I mean, I think I have a good idea, but I'm I'm curious if you like. If you picked up on the subtext, like what, you know, it's talking, it's this um, Americana white family 
watching this like black woman's butt on the screen and like kind of like but also like demonizing it and like so I think there is depth to the imagery here in this video for sure I mean and it, it since you said that it definitely reminds me of um when Nicki Minaj put out Anaconda or or even just just the I think the cover uh, or the artwork of the single and to a certain extent the video where it would is just her butt face prominently um you know there's uh, there's always been a big debate about um you know just black women's bodies and how they're you know they they're just like hypersexual especially in a rap video yeah but i think like you again you saying that the subtext is more um you know, like, these women, they own it. They own their bodies, and, you know, like, they're just taking the control back, you know? Um, yeah. Because there is, they do depict the, like, there is a, they're depicting the, like, old gaze, the gaze that used to be what the these, imager, these images were made for. Um, and they're they're reducing those characters to these kind of, like, like there's a scene with where it's it's literally a satire. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a scene where it's like literally rappers and black women at a table being waited on by old white men, um, and they're like, and these like women's butts, like you know, having this huge impact on this family. I mean, obviously, like yeah, all of that that you're talking about, the like reclaiming these imagery, these images. And using them for their purpose—that is what's happening in this video. And there's, it's it's an explicit video. There's literally certain scenes with porn in it. And so, uh, Andrew, uh, have you seen this video? Yes, I have, and I like it. It, I don't know exactly how it makes me feel. It yeah. like there's elements of it that I recognize that are like. Uh, reminiscent of early sort of like 90s rap videos which were so heavily male uh dominated male gaze dominated like women were there as props essentially mm -hmm. and all that stuff and it's juicy and, j who was though that rapper like juicy j right. is like historically dram is a woke is woke in a lot of ways but like juicy j was like in his three six mafia days like in his first of he's now on like career number three but in when mm -hmm. he, on, during his first career, he was like the he was right in that mix. Yeah, right. So, and what's interesting to me though is like how the director, how she sort of treated the women. She does; they do seem a little bit like dolls. Mm -hmm. They have like hair that's kind of like fake up, you know, fake up makeup hair. And the thing that really gets me, and it's the butts are like right in your face and like right there and uh, funny and like, you know, all of the things that butts are, which is great, you know, yeah, uh, but the thing that gets me is this no. are the forced fake smiles. Yeah. And I just am wondering if there's something a little like a subtle dig or something that, the, that she is, that she's taking and being, uh, and almost like a, it's, it's a satirical or ironic way I don't even know really how to explain it, but there's something a little bit subversive where she's playing the game in a way, but also like these women aren't made to look pretty, right? No, these no, women aren't, a, they're, they're like with beauty, hyper beauty standards, uh, standards right? But like hyper, 
Exactly. And so there's something that's subversive about that. That's like, we're doing this and we've got the like amazing angles where like they have, she has the guys up on like plexiglass and shoots them from below Mm -hmm. and like all these different amazing, iconic, like feeling reminiscent scenes and uh, visuals, but there's just something almost a little sinister that's sort of like lying there that doesn't feel like it's like, we're all in this having fun together. It's like, we're almost getting like a joke played on us in some way. I don't know how to explain that better, but there's, I like this video a lot and it's for that sort of like, I don't know if I'm in on this joke or getting the joke played on me or like what's going on, but I like it. (laughs) And, And what's interesting about it is you don't know that about the rappers either necessarily you don't know if juicy j is in on this joke or if he's part of the joke a little bit too because he was that fucking guy it was you know two-way freak and like just all these that may be project pat but like you know just like chicken head and like three six mafia are like that was that is their roots and and juicy j has crossed over to pop completely um, and, uh, but like there is, it could, you don't know if it was very similar to like the birthday song video where you didn't know if right. two chains or Kanye West were like, where if, if Andres Nielsen was like kind of making fun of them or if everybody was in on the joke. And it, I think that elevates the project a little bit more. My guess is that Dram is in on the joke yeah, and that, Juicy J probably is too. Juicy J is definitely a smart, savvy dude. You you have three careers by being savvy and so and knowing how to um, adapt. And so mm-hmm. I do think he's a smart guy, and he 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 gets what he's taking part of. And I don't think he's he's actually being made fun of. But there is still that like question that lies there because of the his past projects right. that uh, that makes this video even more interesting. And also, yeah. uh, Andrew, you, you mentioned something about how um, the women are kind of like dolls and there's like, mm-hmm. kind of like it's kind of Phil's fake. Or it, it's, it's like the rap version of Black Hole Sun, the Black Hole Sun video. Okay, right. Yeah. It's like these people right. with these really incredibly fake smiles, you know, and, it, and it's kind of just like American life of, you know, uh, suburbia and... Everything is fine. Very Stepford wife. Um, mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, like, again, like, flipping it on Ted, you know, because A, it's a rap video and having butts featured is kind of funny. But definitely there is something going on um, subtextually about, you know, whether it's the larger, uh, you know, a commentary on America and su- the suburbs and women's bodies, black bodies, Rappers, it, it, it's all a big gun. It's all that's it's all a big commentary. Yeah. Um. So Andrea, and so we're not. I don't think we'll go over every video. I think what listeners of this podcast are going to have to do is they're going to have to go to imbdb.com slash twenty seventeen to really mm-hmm. get the full list um, of a, of everybody's full list and and their, and uh, and imbdb's full list as, as well. We're not. You don't get it all, but just listen to the podcast. <laughs> That's but, uh, cheating. <laughs> I do think, Andrea, one more video from your list that I want to make sure that we talk about on this podcast is Signs of Life by Arcade Fire. Um, and so... That's um, a fun one. Yeah. So I wanted to kick it to you. 
um, to talk. Uh, why, why did you include this video on your list? Um, this one just is so, I mean, it's fun. It's hilarious. It's like rugged isn't the right word, but it doesn't, it's, it doesn't feel overly produced, but it also feels special in a way that like, how did they get all of these things to happen? <laughs> you know mm -hmm. what I mean? The video, um, and they have a really great description. I would just want to read it and pulling and it's, up. And it's directed the, by Lucas LeVay and Jillian Mayer, of course. Yes, yes. Um, I'm sorry. It's the, the description at the beginning. Special agents in love enjoy a pleasant day of cultural activities. <laughs> and it's that's hilarious in and of itself. And then it's just a, like a romp. Right, these you follow these characters around. They do a bunch of just you follow them, you crazy follow them around South Florida, South Florida specifically, right? Um, which is different from North Florida. Yeah, um, far different. And they even go into a, a part of Florida that I haven't been to, but is very like interesting to me, which is the Everglades. Something mm -hmm. I want to do is ride around on one of those fan boats um, and like swim with manatees and shit. But the fan boat scene is incredible Called there's something boats. about I think. there's something about south florida that feels um always feels elevated everything even when it's something that's a little bit uh i don't even know and even something that would be like what would a dive bar be like in you know where i'm from wichita kansas I can understand exactly what a dive bar is. It's pretty similar to a dive bar in New York City or any other dive bar, but there's something I think that if you go into a dive bar in South Florida, you're going to get something that's completely elevated from what your idea of what a dive bar is. <laughs> and that it, it, Yes, exactly. It does it's like and I don't I haven't spent a lot of time in South Florida, so I don't really know it. Doug, who's from there, could definitely talk Tell a little bit Doug, more about it. And I'm that. going there in two days. Um there you go. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, there is. And I think Jillian and Lucas, they know how to capture that. I mean, you you mm -hmm. know, Andrea, you were kind of, it was kind of in jest when you were like, South Florida is different than North Florida, but it, but it really is. And what, a lot of what makes it different is this video. First of all, these aren't white characters. Um, and that is a big difference between South and North Florida. Is that North, <laughs> North Florida, you, you gets a little... Uh, uh, white and uh, and so in South Florida it doesn't it's not as it's not that way um, there is a large Latin community and this is a very Latin video there are Spanish um, and English subtitles throughout it um, um, uh, you know the, the two main characters are um, you know uh, both uh, also non-white characters or at least they, I think so I don't, I don't check but um um, and it just, you know, the we'll culture card them next time we see them. Yeah. We'll there's a culture, <laughs> there's a culture in South Florida that is a play in this video. And I appreciate it a lot. But like another thing I just fucking love about this video is it's not trying to be anybody else. They're not, it is its own, they're, it's its own, it's its own thing. Stylistically, it's its own thing. Uh, just in the camera movement, in the editing, everything about it is not like, Oh, they're just what trying they're to wearing. All the characters, like yeah. the wardrobe, everything. Yeah, it's yeah. just like they're not trying to do. I mean, it's cinematically. There are elements in it that feel cinematically familiar, but it's not like they're like just trying to rip off Hero and Ag Rojas and do their own version of what those guys do. Like they are 
they, it's, it's, it's a stop, it's a voice. It's a voice. It's mm-hmm. totally a voice, and it's and it's just you don't get a lot of sci-fi music videos either, which just was, and it's like, um, yeah, it's just this is a video just like totally caught me off guard. I've obviously been a big fan of Lucas and Jillian before; they've been guests on this podcast, and uh, like years ago, um, and. Uh, and um, the, the, uh, like pairing them up with Arcade Fire, whoever had that idea, just just a fucking <laughs> genius. Who is the commissioner on this? Uh, Young Thug. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, right. Well, that makes sense. It just uh, all comes back to Young Thug. I don't have the commissioner listed on the site. That's such. That's really unfortunate. So whoever whoever at Sony Music UK uh, was smart enough to pair it up, pair them up. And uh, produ- uh, directed or director of photography Kevin Hayden represent and um, colored by Samuel Gertzky, who colored a music who's, co- who's coloring Andrea's music video right now. It's and his job on this music video, I'll say, is just awesome. Yeah, it it has a, a feeling throughout of again, like to use Chris's word, otherworldliness. It just really works yeah. so yeah. well. Okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So we're going to talk about one more video, and this is going to be what I'm going to call the best video. We're going to IMVDB is going to call this video the best video of 2017. So that's exciting. We're actually going to reveal that on this podcast. Can you believe it? Oh boy! Uh, and the video that we are calling the best video of 2017 the first year of Trump's year and a half presidency um yeah uh we'll knock on wood um is um the <laughs> Two thousand. Two thousand. Uh, <laughs> is uh, the Lemon Twigs? I want to prove to you. Directed by none other than Nick Roney. Uh, Nick, full disclosure, Nick is also a director who I represent, but I had I didn't work on this video. This is a P uh, pre Doug Klinger, uh, pre Doug Klinger Nick Roney fr- uh, friendship and and director rep relationship. Um, but uh, we talk, we're talking so much about Nick because Nick's in his video. He's in his own video. Uh, the concept of his meta. Video, meta. Talk about meta. The word of 2017. What happens in this video is Nick says in order to show the twigs what true love really is, is that he's decided to shoot a music video at his grandparents' house and introduce uh, the lemon twigs to his grandparents. And then the video kind of plays out from there. Where it first starts is the band trying to just like uh, get all these performance set Nick and the band get all these performance setups in the grandparents' house while the grandparents are just trying to like go about their day to day lives. Uh, they're they show up at the grandparents' work. They're drumming in the office. They're just like just being a bother while Nick and, and the band are trying to like and this like crew are trying to like set up all, and stage all these scenes and shots. Uh, during dinner and stuff like you know the band and, and like eventually the band like you could see them trying to like just live and hang out with the with the grandparents and like a like they'll be at the dinner table trying to eat and like the crew will come in and like take the dinner play away and like put a piano in front of the the player the band member instead and then like all throughout this Nick is also trying to push his grandparents into being more like loving and romantic and 
uh, sexy with each other. Uh, and he's like trying to get them to kiss, trying to pull their sweaters off, trying to, you know, snuggle with them in a bed. Um, and, uh, and, you know, the video just kind of like builds and builds from there to the point where like Nick is getting kind of like increasingly weird and, and demonic. And the band, meanwhile, is like growing closer and closer with the grandparents um, to the point where like essentially the band replaces Nick as the grandkids. There's picture replacements and in the house and, um, you know, Nick, the video kind of ends with Nick kind of like questioning whether you like love matters, human relationships matter, like just like questioning everything about life. Meanwhile, like the lemon twigs and the grandparents are like great friends and playing music together and dancing around. Uh, and, and so it's a, it's an unbelievable idea. It's an idea that like clearly the band just gave true, like let the, Nick had a vision and the band let him see his vision fully to life. That's clearly what happened in this video and didn't stand in the way at all. Let him go a hundred percent. And like what it allowed it to do is just be a video that is just so detailed. Every little moment, every like cut cuts to something fun or funny or interesting. There's like every, every element of it gets to be pre-planned and thought out um, because he was able to do exactly what he wants. And it's, it feels like, and uh, it just like such a great video. The performances are great. There are like music video-y feeling moments in there that just like fit in really well to the <laughs> whole thing. And Nick, Nick's performance is fantastic as well. And yeah, it's just the video I, I absolutely watched the most this year because it's so funny and it and it's so layered that it gets better each time. Um, and uh, there's like visual gags. There's just like it's everything's great. And so uh, this is why I've got it as my top my, top of my personal list and why I'm going to insist that it gets to be the top of the IMVDB list of the year as well. So. Uh, uh, Chris, you had this at the top of your personal list as well, too. So what is, yeah. what is it about this video that you were so t taken by? Um, basically, everything you said, the performance, Nick's performance, uh, the idea, uh, just the way it's shot. Um, there's a lot of attention to detail. Um, and it's just one of those things where I feel like... The budget on this wasn't huge. No, and, probably not. And Nick made something really personal, but also fun. Um, and and it's just one of those things that just really worked. <clears throat> um, and yeah, it, it's just one of those videos again that when you, uh, upon you know, I, it's another video I've watched a lot this year uh, since it came out, and it, and it's just because it's it, I think there's a little bit more. There are more things you discover with each viewing, um, just little fun moments, and just the whole idea is very absurd. But yeah. it, but it feels like but it feels like very grounded in reality. And and to know that these are his real grandparents, and I like I wish my grandparents were you uh, yeah. know down yeah. to be filmed and uh, bothered. Uh, I know. He's, I, I've asked him about it. He said it like it was a lot of work to get them on board. Okay. He had to ask okay. for like Cause, cause it's, months. Because in, in, in your in my mind, I imagine that they're just like you know, so it, it just it just runs in the family. Like they're all just kind of like funny people, and you know, I'm sure super warm. Yeah, and that they were just like, yeah, Nick, we'll do it, but. 
that's that's kind of rad that he had to like really convince yeah. them. Andrea, you you do a lot of kind of like personal style videos. You do a lot of videos with your family and stuff. Your family's involved. Was there, was there ever a line or a time where you're like? Your parents went from like willing participants in your videos to like I'm not doing this anymore. Um, they definitely. Uh, my mom will sometimes yell a bit when I'm filming and she doesn't yeah. feel like being recorded, which is um actually ends up being much funnier than whatever <laughs> was going on initially. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that happens, and um. But yeah, my parents are pretty used to me uh, fooling around. I would say that my grandparents would not be down for this. Uh, <laughs> these grandparents seem super cool. Nick's yeah. grandparents seem super cool. Um, it was I'm I love and equally hate, maybe hate a little bit more than love, maybe when they are like uh, kissing on the bed and just imagining trying to tell my grandparents, like having like. <laughs> a video like a crew in their bedroom yeah. and like all right grandma and grandpa kiss like first of all i don't <laughs> want to see that sorry and then second of all like trying to think about directing them in this way it would just be like it would i would die yeah. i would absolutely die but having that like feeling attached to it as i watch it just like makes it even more fun you know to yeah. watch i also think like trying to imagine these grandparents like i said they look pretty fun but it, grandparents are grandparents, right? Yeah. So then, like, imagine the like the scene of these boys, the guys who are the the lemon twigs. Like, they look like those types of boys that maybe don't shower often, <laughs> you know. And like, part of me even thinks that they like included a bath scene just to be like, all right, these guys need to sh- we need to get you guys cleaned up. Yeah. You know, sometimes those boys stink. They're boys punk, stink. They're punk band. <laughs> but they look a little, you know, they look a little greasy and some. Yeah. And you're just, I'm just wondering, like. I wonder how these grandparents like handled, you know, like these two weird kids essentially yeah. like in their house. It, but it looks like they had a lot of fun too. And so this video is pretty special for like all the reasons that you guys already mentioned. And then, you know, people who are lucky enough to still have grandparents can also just think about how that, how it would go if their grandparents did something like yeah. this, <laughs> you know? So it's a, uh, and I, you know, I obviously, I love grandmas. Grandmas are my favorite. Yeah, they're your so and they really is, are. This is a very much about, in a lot of ways, Nick's grandparents. There's that whole montage of all the, their, like, family photos. Um, mm-hmm. they're, uh, you know, you can tell there's, like, in all the scenes where the, like, band, it, it, the band's relationship with the grandparents is growing closer and closer um, there's a scene where the band gets like baptized and you can tell that the grandparents <laughs> are like actually Catholic. And that was something that was like in, in, in inspired by the fact that they were, they're a Catholic couple. And that's an element in the video that came from. I don't think they would be Catholic. Would they? Catholics don't baptize in like a pond or whatever. Uh, I guess I don't know. Whatever the fuck it is. Christian. That Whoever Christian. does the pond thing. <laughs> Whatever, Let me just group, tell you, whatever Catholics group don't of dirty do that. liars does the pond thing. Uh, um, or like hot spring. Did that yeah, look like hot spring? It. It's stylized. Uh, I think that's my favorite element in the video too, by the way, is what? like all of a sudden they're in a totally, this like new look, this new place, and it's 
so far out there. It's like, let's baptize you. Yeah. And they're in the hot spring I wearing, know. it's just amazing. Right. It's amazing. It's so stylized. I know. And, uh, and, but it is like, that's, you know, it's a Nick made a video about his grandparents too. And so that's like, unbel- like, like, you know, you get your ba- so many times you like, during the process of writing a music video treatment, you know, you're like banging your head against the wall trying to figure out what's cool. And then like Nick Roney's like, oh, and the Lemming Twigs are like a cool ass band. Like they're cool. People want to work with them. People want to do videos for them. And Nick's got like this like cool ass kid band that like everyone wants to work with. It's like, what's the cool idea, Nick? He's like, what are my grandparents? And it's like, <laughs> yep, that is cool. And so mm-hmm. they just fucking well, roll with it. I think, I think Nick solved... Uh, a problem that a lot of music video directors have and that's uh you know especially i'm sure a lot of people will encounter it this holiday you know when you're sitting around the table and your grandparents are like so what do you do yeah you know and and so i'm sure (laughs) nick was like oh yeah yeah here's how i show them this is how i show them what i do yeah you know because i know my grandmother she will she's like she kind of gets it but doesn't and then, you know, I have, there's certain things I have to explain and it's just, you know, like she tells people, oh, oh, you know, my grandson makes movies. Sure, grandma. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I make movies. Yeah. You know, like. He's coming to theater near you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I think uh, it, it's such a, like, rad way to just like, on, and I'm sure he's really close with his grandparents, mm-hmm. but it's just a really rad way to honor his grandparents, it your is. grandparents, you know? Yeah, it is mm-hmm. very sweet in that way. And also hilarious and, yeah. <laughs> and unexpected. So, um, so again, imvdb.com slash 2017. That's where you can find the IMVDB official certified list, top 15, top 50 playlists. All that. And then you'll also get a list from Chris Black, a list Ooh. from Andrea Allen, a list Yo. from Jason Baum, maybe Kim Jarrett. I don't know. There's going to be a lot of lists from people around the industry. Uh, so you get just like a whole taste of the music videos that came out from a few different vantage points, a few different perspectives, um, all in the year uh, 2017. Uh, 2000. 2017. I was going to let you finish. And then you did no, it. I was waiting for you. 2017. We were going to do the two. God, it's two. over. Uh, How did you do it again? Just to start again. Yeah, right. Um, 2000. But, uh, but hoping for a big year for IMBDB in 2018, guys. Don't 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 uh, count us out. Okay, we're still here. We're still recording podcasts. This one is proof. All right, uh, we're going to get to your submissions. Okay, all 15,000 of you. We swear we're going to approve your submissions i approved a, like two dozen of them during the podcast anytime we talked about a video that had submissions uh i approved them so we're working our way through it now all i got to do is talk about all ninety thousand videos of, that we have on a podcast and all our data will be approved but uh in the meantime thanks for submitting thanks for listening thanks for spending time with us in music video land Chris Black, thank you for being here. Thank you, Doug. Andrea Allen, thank you for being here. Thank you guys for talking with me about music videos and grandmas. Such a music video time of year. And uh, good tidings. Is that what they say? Tidings? Tidings? Whatever they say. Tidings. Good, good, 